on me. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined by my rather jaded co-hosts to my far right, wearing red, representing Menards, saving big money. It is the one, the only, Uncle Sam. Hello. Can we get a head reveal, please? Wow. Holy shit. I'm blind. There's children here. You have to put that thing away. (laughs) You'll shoot your eye out. I think that's the first time ever we've seen the the straight just head. Just nothing but head. It's nothing but head. I had to go to this angle so that we could see the shine. Yeah, look at that. There's a glimmer. There's There's a glimmer. Did you wax it today or? No, I didn't. It's all full of sawdust today. It's a a little rough today. Builds character. Sawdust builds character. Exfoliates. Behind the computer, as always, keeping everything together, it is Bruce, the tugboat, Venditti. We all know that's I'm not over true. here, so. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he doesn't ever keep anything together. And back with us again, hopefully forever, it is Mr. Zolo. Should make it forever at this point. By the it way, I'm working on a Home Depot sponsorship to compete with the Menard sponsorship. That would so be incredible. Know. I'm working on it. That would be. I'm not working on it. <laughs> If he was Menards, you were Home Depot, and he was Lowe's, it would just be... You got Lowe's. You got the blue one. Oh, that is true. Um, We're back. It's our way-too-early predictions episode. We have some hot takes. We have some bold predictions. uh, And Uncle Sam's just going to pick Philadelphia to win everything. But other than that... I picked him last week, remember? Well, now you get to double down this week. Now I get to double down? Yeah. Um, I got a surprise team in the AFC, by the way. Oh, love it. Well, we can't wait to hear. We cannot wait to hear. Uh, I feel like it's been a pretty slow news week. Uh, I Nothing really jumped off at me um, outside of the fact that uh, one of Uncle Sam's favorites, uh, actually two of Uncle Sam's favorites, Joe Buck and Damar Hamlin were wow. together at uh, the Disney Upfront Expo. They were there together. So, Well, you know, a lot of people are boycotting Disney for their views, and it doesn't surprise me that either one of them are there, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, outside of, uh, oh, uh, Steelers brought back Mason Rudolph on a nice one-year deal. Cool. There you go. Mason Rudolph. The back need a guy that got hit with the helmet? Yeah. Yeah, he was, was. the guy who got hit in the face. Miles Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean... At least John Morant's not in the NFL, so we don't have anything really to talk about. Yeah, you know, everybody talking about this guy, and and I will say this about oh, I can't wait him. This. Uh, there's no rule in place that says that he could not do what he was doing. So for them to suspend him, I think is ridiculous. You know, unless they have, uh, like in the NFL, you have the code of conduct. I don't know if the NBA has one. I don't think anybody thinks that the NBA has one. Those guys show they up. And, they have. They one. show up in belly shirts and they have a dress code. Well, I, I mean, I, I it is what it is. I mean, he didn't do anything illegal. Are you allowed to own a gun? Absolutely, it's not against the law. Are do people put their guns on social media? Some do. I think the stupid yeah. ones do. But you know. It's what it is. I don't know if it's about the gun. It's just the way he's holding a gun. It's the principle. Uh, you know, yeah. He's trying to be tough. And, and he just got a shoe deal, and the kid, he's one of the ones that the and little kids love. Well, it's here, not the here first you go. Time. I, I, I get that. But I just seen a video of Kid Rock annihilating cases above light with the with a freaking uh, machine gun, and I didn't see people up in arms about that. <laughs> well, I, I don't I, disagree. Am I wrong? I, I, mean, I don't about disagree. A, 
But I mean, different situation. Wh- what do you mean? How do you figure? Well, the gun's the same. How do you figure? The gun's the same. Yeah, but he wasn't annihilating cases of beer. I think it's the narrative. Uh, not, not that it's a different. Not that it's a different situation. It's the you sign up for that with the Kid Rock thing. You sign up for that narrative, where you True. don't sign up for that narrative with John Morant. You just want to see him taking off from the free throw, free throw line and hitting threes. You know, whereas whereas if I'm tuning into Kid Rock's social media, I'm expecting him to go off and shoot it. I'll, I'll say this hands. about the NBA: Charles Barkley many years ago had an incident where a kid got spit on and he told everybody back then i am not a role model that's all i'm gonna say um not a role model there was one other piece of news that i found interesting um has anyone heard of ben denucci oh yeah quarterback former, former for, cowboy uh, quarterback right yeah, Somebody. and i think he played in the xfl this season may mm-hmm. have been on uh whatever the, the seattle makeup sea dragons or something around those lines um so he was um he got signed to the broncos right and then uh he got cut unfortunately and um sean payton the broncos new head coach told him uh your best bet is to go up to greg penner's office who is the ceo of walmart uh he has a lot of local stores in the area and i'm sure he could give you a great opportunity so seems like things are going well there in uh in denver um what does he do? Say that again. Greg Penner. He's the CEO of Walmart. Okay. And so Sean Payton told him when they cut him, he should go to his office and ask for a job because he probably has a lot of great opportunities. So he works at Walmart? Ben DiNucci works at Walmart then? I guess we're going to have he'll, to wait. He'll land on a team. That's the guy awesome. won some. Didn't Ben DiNucci win some games? Him, dude. Yes, some games? they won a bunch of games. And uh, I know they, they did pretty well XFL-wise this year, I mm-hmm. think. So, so so why isn't he in the NFL in a backup role for somebody? Well, he was. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 I, I mean, I know he out. was. I'm At sure. Hopefully, Ben DiNucci gets another chance I outside of should, a manager. Of DiNucci a should get yeah. another shot. We're, we're all Italian. Okay. We're we're four Italian young men here. Yeah. Well, three. We got to root. Are. We got to root. Whoa. We root three for our own. Are Italian. Whoa. One is Irish. I'm Italian. You're Irish. Okay. Good old. What's Emmerich? your last name again? He's Polish. What's your last oh. name again? Oh God! Don't out anybody. That's that's not. Don't out anybody. I'm in trouble if people get out. What is it? What? What's your last name again? Vendetti. It's Emmerich. Vendetti. Emmerich. Emmerich or Emmerich? Vendetti. Anyways. Oh, what is it? Emmerich? Vendetti. I, I'm sorry. What's Peggy's last name? My mother's maiden name? Yes. I'm not going to say that out. He's on Why? a first name basis with Peggy. Why? It's my mother's maiden name. Why do I? My, my mother's maiden name is Woodjack. Okay. Okay. Anyways, can we get back to football, please? Uh, Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud to be Irish as well. Uh, Hunter Renfro looks like he is going to be landing himself in the free agent market as of June 1st. Uh, people around the Raiders organization are not expecting him back. So, well, there's another one of Uncle Sam's favorites. Who The, the last time I seen around. Hunter Renfro, he's being carried from the field after taking a hit from Isaiah Simmons at the end of a game. Those literally the last guys play too. of the game. Those are two Clemson guys. And I think he missed... The next seven weeks or some shit. Why like is he that? not expected back? Is so, it in his brain hasn't recovered or he's leaving in free agency? I think he's leaving via free agency June first cut. Interesting. Yeah. From what I'm reading. They want to so. get rid of the old regime there, and I I, I get it. That team's not gonna have any problems with receivers exactly. this year. We'll get to that. All right. Should we get into our bold predictions and hot takes? Of course, this is way too early. So uh, I do enjoy doing this though, because 
like we did last year where we thought that uh, that we thought Denver was going to be a 12-game winner. Uh, it's fun to look back at the end of the year and see how wrong we actually were. And I don't think this year is going to be any different. I think we're going to be pretty wrong. But it is fun to do. So, um, I think I still uh, am the winner of that, by the way. Why? I think out of all the teams we chose, I had the most teams that went more my way. But anyway, that's besides the point. Ga- I, I won God. every game we fucking played. Shockingly oh. enough, when it came down to predictions, week-to-week picks, Bruce did do much better than me and Uncle Sam. I don't have the actual numbers in front of me, but Bruce, he slaughtered both of them. I think it's because he picked the Lions more than you guys, if I remember correctly. So he, down the he stretch. The no, Lions he picked the Lions. He, all, he picked the Lions. He picked the Lions every week. He picked the Lions every week. Oh, yeah. Except, except for the week they play Carolina. I yeah, Carolina. You did ta- he did take Carolina. That was the one week. Uh, Not bad, Uncle Sam. So we're going to go through this kind of division by division, and then we'll talk about Super Bowl. Uh, picks and MVPs at the end. So, I mean, we're here. This is Detroit. We should probably start with the NFC North. Would agree or disagree? Go ahead, Uncle Sam. Kick it I, off. Uh, what do you want me to say? Okay. You got, any, you got any bold predictions? Win the North? Just in general. Just any bold, well, bold predictions, good, bad, player predictions. What here, you got? Here's my prediction. You got something up those sleeves. I, I feel that the Lions and the Bears are the two best teams in the division at this point. I think we're all going to agree. And it's early on, obviously. I mean, training camps haven't even started yet. But uh, I like Detroit to to probably win the division with Chicago right behind them. And I, I do think that Minnesota will still be there. I think they have their core intact where I, I have the Packers finishing last. Um, So we're kind of on the same page. I, I think the Lions are going to win the division. All right. And I also think that they will be third place in the NFC. Um, I, so you're going off of Zolo, what Zolo said? What? I think we're all in consensus. We're all yeah, in yeah, consensus. Yeah. Eagles, Niners, Lions. Correct. It's going to be some mix up of those three. Uh, me, the Bears in second. I would like to think that they're going to finish in second, but ultimately, I don't. I think they're going to fall probably a game ish behind Minnesota, okay. who I think is going to be an an eight nine win team at the most. I think the Bears' ceiling for this year is seven or eight max. But shockingly enough, I think the Packers are finishing in last place. I think they're a five or six win team right now with the makeup that they have. And I, it's 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 almost impossible for me to think that the Lions don't win this division. Would I be shocked to see Chicago finish in second? No. Like, if Chicago somehow squeaks a game out better than Minnesota, but I think those two teams are going to be essentially neck and neck. Um, I do have one prediction about the Lions that I think is is going to, I think out of everything I have in my notes, this could come through the most. I think the Lions finish top three in total offense. I think the Lions have a 1,000-yard rusher in Jamar Gibbs. And I also think that there's a strong possibility Jared Goff for the first time since Matthew Stafford could be a 5,000-yard passer this year. Mm. Just, I think that last one's a gimme. I think, I think Goff is I think easily going to pass for 5,000. I think it's almost a guarantee at that point. The Gibbs thing, I was sitting there debating, okay, is he going to have you know 1,200 scrimmage yards or 1,000 rushing yards? I think they're going to work this guy in pretty quick, and I think he's going to run the ball a lot. I mean, obviously, he's, he's a threat out of the backfield to catch the ball. 
But I think they they need they need somebody that they can hand the ball to and get them the the consistent yardage. I I, I think that Gibbs is going to be that guy. I think their offense is going to rank in the top three. Well, rumor has it that Laporta has really turned it up in rookie minicamp right now that uh, Jack Campbell can't cover him. And I heard that the guy was wide open, catching all kinds of balls everywhere. I heard that too. So, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. The offense will look good, but hopefully the defense can catch up to what they're doing. It's it's early. It's I'll reserve <clears throat> judgment. Early. But I've, I read the same thing. Laporta's apparently been lighting it up yes. uh, in rookie camp, and I think everything comes together this week. I think this is the weekend where the rookies yeah. – uh, finally get integrated with the with the big guys, so we'll see how Laporta catches balls from Goff. I have a couple North predictions. Um, some you've heard. For example, my my most commercial one is obviously I think the Lions are going to win the division as well, and I think it's going to come in at 12 to 13 games, and I think they finish third in the NFC. Big, bold prediction here. I think if they do hit that 13-game plateau, Dan Campbell's the NFL coach of the year. Um, so that's a big one for me. Number two, I'm in complete disagreement with both of you on the Chicago Bears. Complete. Um, I think they did enough to improve a little bit, but we're talking about a two-win team. Maybe it was a two-win team that was tanking down the stretch, so they could have won some games. You could put lipstick on a pig. It's still a fucking pig. (laughs) So I think they're going to come in around five or six wins and finish last in the division. And I think that's because of a one, Justin Fields. I do not think he'll be able to throw the ball. I don't think their offensive line is ready to block for a running quarterback. Um, I love what they did at receiver. I love DJ Moore there. I think a full year of Chase Claypool will be good for him. I'm one of the few people that like Cole Komet, too, the the tight end they drafted from Notre Dame. I think he could be great. Um, I just don't have much faith outside of that for this year, for this season, well, but it's a I, rebuild. I'll, I'll say this. Last year, Justin Fields started out, he was absolutely god-awful. But it get, got to a point mid in the year that he started making plays consistently. And that's why I got them finishing second, because I think he he's going to make enough plays to, to scratch them out some wins to where that's how come I feel they'll be in second place. I truly think that Minnesota's a better team than Chicago, but Minnesota was just they were living they were living dangerous last year. They, there's no way that team should have won as many games as they did. Yeah, I mean the, the negative point differential it yeah. never happens. Piggybacking on what you said on fields, he did get better. Correct. My only issue is a lot of his consistent plays were running plays. Correct. They weren't throws down the field. Correct. And it's hard God to stop forbid. guys with his talent. No, it, it, it is. You have to have a very athletic D-line and athletic linebackers to make it happen. Um, God forbid, though, they got to play from behind at all. Right. Disaster. It's going to be him throwing interceptions. I I just don't think he's cut out to be I, – I, I actually like him as a quarterback. I think he's very entertaining to watch. I don't think he's cut out to be a throwing NFL quarterback, and I don't think he's cut out for the NFC North. I, ju- I just don't, which leads me to my last bold prediction, which you guys are also going to totally disagree with. I think the Packers are going to finish in second. Wow. Um. Their only major loss is Aaron Rodgers. They got better in a lot of places. They still have a top five defense, arguably coming back. With no, I don't think anyone left on that defense. Um, but mainly, 
they're a well-run organization. They're, I think they're the Steelers of the NFC. I think they're a very consistent, well-run organization. And I don't think Jordan Love is the second coming. I don't think he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's going to be Brett Favre. I do think he's going to be consistent enough as a game manager to win some games. And I don't think he's going to be that bad. Because they would know at this point. They they would have There would have been signs of them taking on a quarterback. And this has all the makings of that transition from Favre to Aaron Rodgers. It was subtle. People knew, oh, they got this Rodgers guy. That's who their quarterback's going to be. Similar with Jordan Love. He sat for two years. Um, it's going to be subtle, but I do think he's going to be enough to manage games. They're not going to make the playoffs because I think I think this division's got a tough schedule. Um, they're not going to make the playoffs, but I do think they're going to finish second in the NFC North and and uh, be ready to go for next year, just not not this season. I just think they're going to take a few steps back just because Rodgers isn't there. It's a big loss. And they're losing a lot of experience at the key position on the field. And nothing against love, but I I still feel a 40% Aaron Rodgers is better than Jordan Love. You might be right. Yep. Okay. Uh, one last thing that I had to add. Um, and from every, everything Zolo just said, I'm going to completely contradict it, but I think Justin Fields, oh God, I'm going to, I'm going to want to, I'm going to watch this back and I'm going to watch this next March and I'm just going to want to absolutely slap myself for saying this. I think Justin Fields, slap could, your be, mama. <laughs> Justin Fields could be an MVP candidate. That's fair. This is supposed I, to be bold. This is supposed to be fun and bold predictions. Bold prediction. And the guy is fun to watch. I have him like sixth on my MVP list, like right there. Like if something happens and what some one of my top guys got hurt, he might slide in there. I don't know why. I just feel like the Bears are going to be that like a little thorn in a lot of people's sides, like like this year, like the Lions were last year, where everybody was kind of nervous to go there and play him. I think the Bears could be like that this year. I hope I'm wrong. Well, I hope Zolo's right. I hope they're awful. But I hope they're all awful, to be honest. Yeah, with you. I, I want every one of those teams to be awful to shit to bed hard. Okay. <laughs> Let's move out west to the NFC West. Um, I, I'll I'll start this one off. I think the Rams could be a fringe playoff team this year. Uh, I think. The more and more I'm starting... If the Rams didn't have all the injuries they had last year, they would have been in the playoffs. I'm really starting to think now, and it's like you're hearing so much talk about Justin Jefferson's the best wide receiver in the NFL, and Tyreek Hill had such a good year last year. And, you know, Stephon Diggs, I think everyone's forgetting about how good Cooper Cup actually was when he was on the field. Uh, I think people are forgetting about the rapport that him and Stafford had instantly after he got there. I think Cooper cup jumps right back up into where he was before he got hurt. I think he's going to be a top five receiving option. I think Stafford is going to come out and look a lot like Stafford did prior to the injury last year and him missing that year. And they lost a ton of pieces. And and I, why are you giving me stank face? Over? I'm not doing anything. I'm just watching reactions to Knucklehead over there. I, I know. He was so used to having Stafford in around his mouth for so long that talking about it makes him uncomfortable now. But I am so glad we don't have to see Kelly Stafford and hear anything she has to say. I'm just, I, I am just so happy about that. Realistically, I think that the Rams 
I'm, I don't want to say that they're a playoff team because, again, there's a ton of holes. There's a shitload of holes. But don't be shocked if they get up towards the 8-9 game, 10-ish That's going to be a tough total. team with them three teams in that division, Seattle, the Rams, and the 49ers. That, that's that's going to be a really, really tough division. For me right now, I, I have San Francisco winning the division. I have the Rams finishing in second and being a, a fringe playoff team. And I have Seattle in third right behind them, just missing. And to double down on my Seattle thing, I think Kenneth Walker finishes top five in rushing yards. Well, Seattle misses the playoffs because I think Geno Smith is going to regress a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> I'm with you there on Geno Smith. Uh, I'll get back to the Rams. Um, big Geno Smith prediction is that he completely regresses and, and that yeah that experiment fails and um they're I think gonna down the stretch you kind of started to see him oh 100 they were lucky they had a good running game and i still think they do I don't, i'm not as high on kenneth walker and um obviously they just sank resources into the draft and and running back um i think seattle regresses and not only do I disagree on the Rams, I disagree on on how good that division is. I truly think it's the Niners and then everyone else. Um, God forbid, again, it goes back to Fields, God forbid. God forbid on Stafford, if he does play the full year, I can totally see them winning eight, nine, maybe even ten games. Because like you said, Cooper Cup is still there. They still have Sean McVay. They got, they got a good offense. Um, that being said, I don't think Stafford's going to play the full season. That's my uh, bold prediction. Do you on think them. he's going to get hurt? Do you think he's going to retire? Or no, do you I think, think he's going to get up? hurt? I think he's going to get hurt. He's he's been good for an injury almost every year there. Uh, he was good for injuries his last couple years here. So I think the Rams are going to struggle. Um, probably third. I think the Niners are going to win the division and run away with it. This I agree time with around. that. Um, I think you guys are going to disagree with this point, though. Brock Purdy is going to be ready and ready to go, and they're not going to miss a beat at quarterback. And one of my MVP – I have three MVP candidates I'm going to talk about today. My first one is Christian McCaffrey. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to light it up this year. He's going to get a full year in that offense, and Kyle Shanahan is going to use him flawlessly, and you can't cover McCaffrey and Debo. You just can't do it. Um, it's going to be like someone trying to cover David Montgomery and Jamar Gibbs or Jameer Gibbs and whoever whoever's in the backfield for the Lions. It's this. It's the same formula with San Francisco. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Niners, and I I see the potential in the Rams, but I don't think Stafford plays the full year. I it mine's on an if Stafford plays the full year. Now the CMC thing, I think he is going to. I think he's going to lead the league in and. All purpose yards. All purpose yards, yards from whatever you want to call it. I think he's, uh, yeah, and I, I agree with you. He's one of my MVP candidates as well, just because it's a that's a match made in heaven. And just like you said, there's so many weapons there. I mean, you can't forget about Kittle. You can't forget about Ayuk. You can't, I mean, you, anybody remember what Ray Ray McLeod did at times last year? I mean, there's there's weapons all over the field there. So I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Anything to add? No, I agree. Okay, nice. That was a, that was a Bruce. That was a Bruce take there. Bruce no, answer? I agree. Yeah, well, you don't have anything I, I for mean, me. <laughs> I I truly believe. You think Kyler Murray's gonna get cut? I, on I mean, unless something. Brock something. Purdy. To me, Brock Purdy's a fraud. I I don't give a shit what anybody says. 
He's a fucking fraud. Till the 49ers get a viable quarterback, I don't see them winning. The defense, obviously, is good enough to win them 10 games. But past that, I don't I don't see it. Well, he didn't say anything about San Francisco winning. I mean, you agree they're going to win the division, correct? I, I don't know. I, I think if the oh. Rams are healthy, I, I truly believe the Rams will probably win that division. That was, Damn, I'm, just I'm because loving the Rams. I, I feel tanks. that the Rams are still very talented. I know they lost a lot of pieces, but they had guys that were there that played really good toward the end of listen, fucking last listen, year listen. that are still there. The 49ers. And, and with, with nothing really to play for. The 49ers are going to win four or five more games than the Rams. Okay. I, I mean, I wouldn't be it shocked. It wouldn't surprise me if Matt Stafford lights them up. He's got to play, though. Correct. Uh, the, the one thing I disagree with on the Rams is they're so – I mean, they, they have the most draft picks. They were up there. They're in top three in draft picks. They had picks. like 14 picks. They're going to be young as shit this year. And, of Correct. course, there's a good combination of vets and youth, of course. But but I, but I think McVay is a – like you said, he's a very good coach. He's going to coach these young guys up. There's going to be some surprises on that on that Rams team that people are going to be like, where the fuck did this guy come from? You're going to have that on that team. That's best case, though. That's yeah. that's going to be best case scenario I, for them, I think is those guys. Be on the defensive side of the ball, not the offensive side of the ball, the defense. Well, that's where they lost the most, too. I mean, they right. lost Bobby Wagner. They lost Jalen Ramsey. That's where they lost the most. Yeah. Um, so it has to be on that side. Correct. But again, it's got to be a best case thing because they lost so many guys that they're going to need so many guys to play well. Could totally happen. Stafford could totally play 17 games. Sam Akers came into his own at the end of last yeah, year. Yeah, they got a great running game. The guy game. was very good at the end Listen, of last year. Listen, their offense shouldn't be an issue unless there's an issue with Stafford. Right. Their, their offense shouldn't be a liability. But to compete with that Niners team and the 49ers def- are going 13 games minimum. Well, maybe Danucci will be available and they can pick him up. <laughs> There you go. Stetson ben Bennett. Ben QB1. Yeah, no, he's got to beat Rams. out Stenson. First. Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Um, NFC South. And, I, I mean, I didn't even know if I wanted to to talk about we this. We really need to talk about that? We, we have to. I mean, okay. We can't leave them out. I mean, yeah, it's like the NFC South's like the soup kitchen division right now. But either way, I mean, I have one note down here. I got a couple. It's minimal, but I, we're going to be the same, I think. No, I think, actually, you're going to disagree with me. Okay. I think New Orleans could win 10 games. I have New Orleans in the playoffs. I have okay. New Orleans winning I, I the I have division. them as the seventh team to get into the, the final NFC team to get into the playoffs is the New Orleans So you don't me. have them winning the division? I don't. Okay. I have them winning the division. I have them winning 10 games. I have the Okay, you got to figure. I think they'll beat the Buccaneers twice. I think they'll beat Atlanta twice. They're already at four. I think they'll beat Carolina once. There's five. You're already halfway to ten. You're already halfway there. So, I mean, I, I have Carolina finishing in second. I have Atlanta a game or two behind Carolina, and I have Tampa Bay in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Four of the top five. I, I you'd have to fact check me on this, but I think at least three of the top four strength of schedule teams with the easiest strength of schedule all come in the AFC South because it was arguably the worst division in football last year. Um, did the Buccaneers get in with a losing record, or no? I'm, I'm yeah, Jackson, yes, they did. Oh, they did, and so yeah. did Jacksonville, I think too. But the Bucs got in with a losing record, and that was the worst division by far. Um, 
Atlanta and New Orleans have such easy strengths of schedule that they're going to have a good shot at it. So New Orleans has the easiest, Atlanta's second easiest, Carolina's fourth easiest. Okay, so like I said, uh, three of the top four. I do have Carolina winning the division. Um, So I have two. You guys didn't want to talk about it, but I have two teams in the South getting in. Just because of the way NFL scheduling works, you know, they got some easier games to play. And they're teams that got better. I mean, you can make the case that if they're healthy and with Derek Carr that the Saints got better. They're going to have a good defense. Dennis Allen knows what he's doing. Um, That being said, I love the Panthers. I thought they were a great team last year. I thought they were missing a quarterback because they were just doing that carousel for the first half of the year. Uh, They beat the Lions. It was bullshit, but they beat the Lions in cold weather. Um, I love their coach. I love Frank Reich. I think it's going to take a second for Bryce Young, whether it be that he just doesn't get it off the rip or that he's just not starting. I do think eventually he will start. By October, he'll be starting, I, and I think they'll go on a run. The only thing that worries me is that that kid's not going to have enough weapons. That's what worries me about them. That's fair, and I think they spent the offseason getting him weapons. I mean, they took DJ Chark from here. Uh, there was someone else they grabbed at receiver, too. I can't remember. I'd have to pull up their depth chart, but... Um, I, I, agreed. They they lost their best receiver. Did you see the picture of uh did you see the picture of him beh- behind his uh, offensive line? Did oh. you see that by any chance? Yeah, it looks like the make a wish kid me. Yeah, the make yeah. a wish turned to make one would think that that's not concerning because there's quarterbacks that have been A-OK that have been sub 510. I mean, Drew Brees comes to mind. Tua's not very big. Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. There's quarterbacks that have made it work, and I think Bryce Young is a quarterback that's going to make it work. Go ahead. Hayden Hurst. They signed Hayden Hurst. They signed uh, DJ Chark, uh, Demir Bird. Who else do they have at receiver? Who they, Did they draft someone? I feel oh, like they did shit. something at receiver that was that was excellent. That, that I was like, eh, that's intriguing. They Either lost way, their best guy to Chicago. They lost their best guy to Chicago. But I, I mean – yeah, DJ Chark is an excellent, an excellent guy to sub in if he's healthy. If he's oh, healthy. Thielen, Thielen, that's they right. They, tra- they traded for Thielen. Thielen. They traded for Thielen. Um, I don't know. I just think because I think they took the biggest leap, and and this could we could easily be talking about Atlanta six months from now, and, and the Atlanta Falcons can be right there as well because of how bad their or how easy their schedule is. And not I, only that, I mean, adding a guy like B. John Robinson to that offense could change everything. I mean, they still have Cordell Patterson. Well, Mr. Do we gotta get him. We gotta get him a Cordell Patterson jersey to put. We in. do, we do. That's that's his. That's his like OG favorite. <laughs> um, on my notes, the only other note I had for the NFC South was B. John Robinson wins Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I it, think he'll be easily in contention. Absolutely, the yeah. usage, the usage is gonna right. be there. The so it's yeah, it's unless I have one guy that might challenge him for Rookie of the Year. I'll get to him because I have something to say about him. The usage is going to be there for Bijan Robinson. He's he's right. going to get 30, 40 snaps oh, yeah. a game, I feel like. Um and he's going to catch passes too. It's what he does. So he'll be on the field. Uh if you if you look at I just have this um this chart up here for the strength of schedule. Uh projected win totals for the for the NFC South has New Orleans at 9 and a half, Atlanta at 8 and a half. So somebody out there must think Atlanta is going to be a little bit better than we're thinking. And I mean, Carolina at seven and a half and uh, Tampa Bay down at six. So, I mean, I th- I think it's going to go New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta. I think it's going to take one more year for Atlanta. Like, I think this time next year, 
We could be talking about it's going to be Atlanta and Carolina. And realistically, going forward, I think a year or two down the line, this division that looks real fucking weak right now is going to completely turn it around. We're going to be talking about them like we are the NFC because East they're, right they're now. a young division. Yes. Uh, the only experienced quarterback in that division is Carr. Who sucks. So, he's, he's I, I mean, I don't know about dicks. sucks, but he's the only guy with any kind of real experience. Yeah. Ritter's going to be in his second year. So that's the that's thing. That's why I think Ritter. Atlanta... I agree on Ritter. It, it, is ahead. It, they could they could yeah. be a quarterback away, Atlanta. But for the reason that I don't think they're a court, I think that they're they don't have a quarterback. I just don't think they're going to make as much noise. But I'm with if Ritter if Ritter comes in and makes a little noise, who knows? You could be talking about them over both of those teams because of the scheduling. Just because of the scheduling, I just think that so, there's going to be more leeway in that division than there are in other divisions because they play an easy schedule. So I think you're going to see a little bit more than everyone thinks. And it always happens every year. There's a surprise division. Well, two teams are getting in from there. Or there's two or three teams that get in that didn't get in last year, whatever. I think that's the division that kind of gets people's attention, even though it's young. Well, I didn't know that thing about the strength of schedule. And, I mean, it's not close. Like, Carolina and Atlanta's schedule, I mean, I we this graphic's not up there. But, I mean, they're here. Everybody else is here. Or New yeah. Orleans and Atlanta. So yeah, the um, two Souths hypothetically, the two Souths should have the easiest strength of schedule: AFC South, NFC South, because they play each other and they cannibalize each other six times, um, and they're the worst division. So that instantly lowers your strength of schedule to a good spot. Um, that being said, there's a lot to like about both of those divisions, and definitely, I agree. As soon as Atlanta gets a quarterback, yeah. or, or even New Orleans, like is is like next year if they draft one of those good guys to sit behind Carr, New Orleans could still be right there for years to come. Well, I mean, hypothetically, let's say none of us are high on Tampa, right? I think six games for them is a fucking stretch. Yeah. Personally, that's Caleb Williams is Tampa. That's, that's that's where he's going. I mean, then you're adding him to the mix next year. There possibly watch out for that division in the next couple of years. Uh, you want to know what else I thought was interesting on here? Just jumping back to NFC West real quick. San Francisco has the fifth easiest strength of schedule. They got to play the Cardinals and Rams twice. That's why it's factoring that. That's a that's a five win team. And uh, I mean, how many games did the Cardinals win? Two, three. I don't know how many they won. But they were wins. Three. Yeah. Yeah. So it's factoring in that. Hypothetically, the Rams should be. better. The Rams are going to be better than a five win yeah. team that they were. So last so year. sometimes so you yeah. know a little disclaimer on strength of schedule. Sometimes it could that's be a true. little misleading, a, a little bit because teams improve. Like there's things that. We don't know right now. There's injuries that we don't know about right now that are going to make some teams that are predicted to be good worse and some teams that are predicted to be bad a lot better. You know, it's it's cyclical. We can't predict everything. Shall we move out east? I think this is the easiest one. I have the least to say about this division. So, yeah, let's get it over with. Um, I think two games separate three teams. I think you're going to have Philly, and I think a game behind them you're going to have Dallas and or the Giants, and I think a game behind them, you're going to have the other one. I think they're all going to be squashed right there together. I think it's going to be contested all the way to the end. I think every division game is going to matter. Um, I th- you, we I said the same thing about the AFC West last year. I don't think we're going to – there's not as many question marks for me about this year's NFC East compared to last year's a- AFC West, right? We just assumed Russell Wilson was going to be good. Like We just – 
assumed that it was going to be good. My oh, Devonte Adams, fucking wrong, huh? <laughs> Devonte wow. Adams in a Raiders uniform. Oh my God, they're just they're going to be good. We know Philadelphia is good. All three of these teams, re- they reloaded. Correct. They didn't. They, they didn't rebuild. They reloaded. They all got better. Right. I think they're all going to be. They're all going to be a game apart. I still think Philadelphia is one game better than everybody. Right. They're always. Philadelphia's got just enough of a chip on their shoulder to edge everybody else out. I think they win the division. I would not be shocked to see three playoff teams from this division. I think you could have both wildcard slots full of Dallas and the Giants. I hate to agree with you, but yeah, I think, um, again, teams get in next year that weren't in the year before. Teams get into the playoffs. I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I think the Giants and Cowboys both get in again. Mm-hmm. Um Something that we, I don't know if you guys have talked about it. I have to look back into the archives, but there were moves made by the Giants, one one each, one by the Giants, one by the Cowboys that I love. Um, Number one, the Giants have been trying to figure the fuck out what's going on at tight end since they drafted Evan Ingram, um, who, of course, left and was good on another team. They got Darren Waller now. And when Darren Waller is healthy, he's very productive, and he blocks. So that means good news for everybody on that offense. Their offensive line, it means good news for Saquon. It's good news for Daniel Jones in two ways. Good news for everybody. And then something that, I, again, I don't remember if it was talked about or not, but Dallas traded for Stephon Gilmore, um, who's one of the best cornerbacks in football. And that could easily be, I mean, that puts them right there. I, I want to think Dallas is going to regress. Um I don't think they will. I th- I I don't know who's going to be two or three. I like the Giants a little more just because I like their organization a little more. I like their coaching staff a lot more. Uh, fat back, bacon back, doesn't know what he's doing. McCarthy, I think he'll blow it at some point. <laughs> Whereas um, Brian Dable is someone that I wanted here when they hired Dan Campbell. I've been following Brian Dable for a decade, and I think he's one of the best coaches in football. So I do think that I, I'm with you. I think that – that's all I wanted to say about this division is that people didn't talk about the moves. The Giants had a good draft, too. People didn't talk about the moves that the Giants and the Cowboys made to stay right there. I still think the Eagles are way up here, but the Giants and Cowboys are not going to get unseated. Now, they have difficult schedules. Yes, they do. They have very difficult schedules. I think they will be fine. Don't sleep by the Redskins. Yeah, well, they're oh, always Jesus there. They're Christ. always there. Don't, they're all, don't sleep I, no. on Washington. I, I think Washington— are you saying they're going to make noise? When teams, when teams fell asleep on them last year, they got punched in the mouth. Philadelphia got punched in the mouth. Dallas got punched in the mouth. That's cute. I mean, yeah, that's it's cute. Divisional games and and yeah, it's cute. That there gets you never know. You know, I what? don't disagree. I don't disagree. And they're good. We don't know what Sam Howell is. They'll, they they might be the ones to knock Dallas out of the playoffs. But that's all. I, hope I mean, so. hopefully that's what happens. Right. But they're so by week seven. How many games do you think Washington trade deadline? I mean, maybe five or six, but that no, being said, I agree. but I, they, they always play the division tough. They always they play the division ownership. tough. Great ownership, I think they're too. trying to change the culture there, and uh, it's kind of a lot like what uh, Detroit has done here. So as far as strength of schedule goes out there, Philadelphia is 13th, and then Dallas is 18, the Giants 19, Washington at 24. Just because Washington has to play three playoff teams six Correct. times, which is tough. Right. That being said, I I agree with you. They're, they're always there. Correct. And it goes back to one of your uh, – well, I don't know if this is one of your guys. You probably fucking hate the 85 Bears, don't you? 
Um, one of my favorite teams of all time. Well, there you go. Ron, Ron Rivera has always had good teams, sans a couple Cam Newton injuries in Carolina. Right. I think his players, lo- he's one of those five coaches, six coaches that players love to play for. Right. Um, and, and they're going to play hard for him. Uh, quarterback's an issue. They're they're going to be in the in the quarterback sweep sweepstakes next year. I don't think they're quite good enough to get Caleb Williams, or quite bad enough. Excuse me, quite bad enough to get Caleb Williams. But who knows? Maybe they have something in Sam Howell, um, yeah. and we'll see. But I I don't think so. I think that Sam Howell tough. could be the next Brock Purdy. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> at, at a minimum, I'm with you that they're going to play the division close. I just don't right. think that they're in that. I don't well, think I mean, that they're in that I, Dallas. I have Philadelphia team. winning everything. That's it. Uh, to me, they're the best team in the NFL, the most balanced team in the NFL, and I have them winning everything. They just got better. Um, one more thing I wanted to add: uh, Jalen Hurts MVP is going to finish second for the MVP. That's bullshit. He should have won it last year. I MVP. agree. He should have won it last MVP. year. He's going to finish second this year. I don't have him in my top three. Spoiler alert. Oh wow! But I I love him. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFC. I don't. Uh, we're not off on that, right? Yes, no, Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah. Hands hands down. Realistically, I don't feel like everybody hates on all these NFC quarterbacks. I mean, we're we're done with the – oh, no. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. We're done with the NFCs. We can talk about it as a whole now. Everybody likes to hate on the NFC quarterbacks, but I feel like there's a couple that are going to be very sneaky this year. Jared Goff, Jared Goff is a, a top-ten quarterback in the league, period. Well, I agree with you. But realistically, Jalen Hurts is a top five guy. Jalen Hurts is a top three guy. I, I feel he's in the top five easy. Me, it, it goes said three. Mahomes, I'll agree with Hurts that. Going into next year. Yeah. Besides Between Mahomes, Burrow, and Hurts. That's what I said. Those are the top three guys as far as I'm concerned. Correct. That's what, yeah. So we're in agreement there. Outside of Hurts, right now, who's better than Jared Goff in the NFC? Mm. Maybe Stafford if he's healthy. This has been an argument for a can't, while. Yeah, it's, you can't it, put Stafford up there. Right it now. it could be Stafford if he's healthy. Some people will say Dak. I don't. Fuck, he's awful. You know what? <laughs> I, he is. You know what? I will say this, and I will say this to my grave. There's two fucking guys that are, are absolute frauds in this league. One is Brock Purdy. The other one is Dak Prescott. They're both fucking frauds. Okay, I agree with you on Dak. I'll agree with you on Dak. You can't definitively say that about Purdy yet. He's a fraud. You can't definitively He's say that yet. You can't. He's a fraud because if he was, you could put anybody behind that fucking line there and they will fucking we'll see. produce. We'll, we'll see. We'll see because they if, will produce. Because if he's not healthy, then you, you instantly switch back to uh, Trey Lance. And I I mean, I think there's a theory within that you coaching think Trey staff. Trey Lance is a fraud? I think, I think Trey Lance is a fraud. Okay. I think Trey Lance is okay. If Trey Lance can stay healthy, healthy, we'll see. I, I mean, we don't know. We only seen him basically in one and a half games. So not even a half a game. One and in, in a series. That's not unfair. In you're, a game, you're not wrong. The first game was a monsoon. They lost. Mm-hmm. Next leg, he broke his leg. Next game, he broke his legs. Yeah. The first series. Okay, so outside of Hurts, maybe Dak. Which, if we're going to put Hertz in tier one by himself, no, I, I would you put put Goff right behind him. Goff. 
There's guys yeah. that are injured. Stafford, Kyler and Murray. Stafford. You know, like, you I, don't I know who it is. A healthy... Kirk Cousins in front of Dak Prescott. Kirk Cousins' uh, numbers are as good, I if not better, than Dak Prescott. I wouldn't do that. Come on, dude. I, Look I, at their numbers. I can't put Wonder Bread up. There. Look at their I numbers. Uh, I know I get the numbers. And Kirk you... Cousins isn't even really a quarterback. He's a coach playing quarterback. Fair. And this is and this I hate when people do this, what I'm about to do right now. Not unfair on the numbers. Because I women lie, men lie, numbers don't lie. Um that being said, which turd would you rather have under center? In a two-minute drill, when you're down five points and you need six, who would you rather have, Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott? I would take Kirk Cousins just because I think he's he doesn't make mistakes like Dak Prescott does. I mean, I don't know. He would take Kirk Cousins because he hates Dak Prescott. That's so that that's fair. That's it. That's fair. He I hates Dak just, Prescott. What, what did I just tell you? Cousins all I would take Kirk Cousins because he doesn't make mistakes like Dak Prescott does. He throws short of the sticks with the season on the line, though. Correct. Correct. He might not have the physical ability, <laughs> but mentally, mentally, I think he's better than Prescott is. Okay, what about Prescott a health- has times where he's got awful. Do you not fucking remember last year? His backup, Cooper Rush, is better than he is. What the fuck? That's true. Yeah. What are we talking Coop, about here? And in fairness to Uncle Sam, I think Dallas's season comes down to how good Dak is. Because if he takes a step back, yeah. I get it talent-wise. He throws some passes that you're like, God damn, that was that was beautiful. But the majority of them are, what the fuck are you doing? He's the Malik Willis of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here? Cooper Rush won more games than him. Okay. Cooper Rush. I, I know. I was there. I know. What the fuck? All right. Now, my next question is, when you you can't get past you got to get past that you're, you're gonna make me fucking blow a gasket here. Cooper <laughs> Rush won more games than him. He's garbage. He's garbage. Can we? Okay. Healthy Kyler. Where do you put healthy Kyler? <sighs> Kyler Murray's cute. You know what he is? He's he's fucking <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' mini me. That's what Kyler Murray is. The water's He's down. Patrick That's Mahomes not bad. Mini me. He's another one. Guess what? He's almost as good as the rag doll in Miami. It is what it is, dude. They're not going to win anything. So what you're telling me is you think Jared Goff is the second best quarterback in the NFC. Yes, I do. Okay. I truly believe. <laughs> I think we agree on that. He's better than yeah, Dak Prescott. I think we agree on that. He's better than Kyler Murray because he's more consistent. And Jared Goff, for the most part, is fucking durable. The guy does not miss time. That's key. All right. One more and then I'll let this one go. Sure. Where do you put Danny Dimes? Who? Daniel Jones. <laughs> Danny Jones. As far as the NFC goes? Yeah, I mean. I mean, you would have to put him at, at probably at right now at this point without Kyler Murray being around. I would say four. Yeah, he, he cracks that top five right now and he got yeah. better. So would you have better. him above or behind Dak Prescott? Oh, obviously above. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you guys laughing at me? Look at the numbers. Who, because Daniel we knew what you were going to say. Really good. Because we Who knew was the say. better NFL quarterback, Trent Dilfer or Dak Prescott? I don't think there's anybody better than Trent Dilfer. <laughs> my my guy right here. All right, let's got the ring to prove it. Let's go to Super Bowl. The AFC. Super Bowl. That's the defense set records for how many oh. points per game they were fucking making. In fact, I think the defense put more points up than they did. They got the their offense. own 30 for 30. Huh? They got a 30 for 30 for yeah. Ravens defense. All right, AFC. Fuck. Well, should we just... 
Should we start in the in the uh, uh, in the east and work our way? Yeah, I got a bowl. I got a bowl one for the east that you guys are going to shred before, especially go. you, Uncle Sam. AFC East, go. If Tua stays healthy, if Tua stays healthy, which it's, he's shaking his head already, which is fair. I'm I'm not. I'm going to let him shake his head. What? I didn't say anything. If Tua stays healthy. The Dolphins are winning the AFC East. I agree. If he, I totally if, agree with. If you. he plays in all I, seventeen, games. I agree. Wow, I everything can't, you I can't just said. I don't. Just I don't think he's going to be an MVP candidate. I. I think when he's healthy, he's very good. Um, and he's he is the re- like not the main reason, but he is one of the reasons that they win games. And they got better. They had a massive offseason in Miami. Massive offseason. Um, Jalen Ramsey. They 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 tooled their defense. To get ready to stop Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. Which brings me to to bold prediction number, I mean, I guess you can call it two and three. I think the Bills finish second and barely make the playoffs. I think the Jets do not make the playoffs next year. I got a bold prediction about that. Let's go. I think Brees Hall will finish the end of the year leading the NFL in rushing. Wow. Leading, leading the NFL above everybody else. Among everybody, he's else. number one. Yes. Wow. Could not, yeah, yeah. That is. Bold. I think he's that good. That takes the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, though. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, I guess Aaron Jones that's, did that's some damage. Enough. Here's in the Green thing: Bay. having Aaron Rodgers there will open up that run game because you know what? They're going to be so concentrated on what Rodgers is going to do. That I think Brees Hall is going to be running ramp. He was running rampant last year until he got hurt. He was good. He, he was, was good. real good. I, he I didn't been, think he was as good as he is. He was on pace to be the best rookie running back last yes, year. Yes, absolutely. Can I can I say something that I feel extremely dirty saying here? Please, we'll shower after. One, I agree. Miami wins the division. Two, I agree. Buffalo makes the playoffs. Three, I agree. The Jets do not. Four, it comes down to week 18 to decide who wins the division and who does not. Five, this is where we're going to start to disagree. I believe Tua is an MVP candidate. Six, I believe he'll make it through the whole season. I believe he'll be a 5,000-yard passer. And I believe Tyreek Hill will break the all-time single-season receiving record. Because last year, if Tua wouldn't have got hurt, and Tyreek Hill wouldn't yeah, have missed those two games. He would have went for 2,200 yards. So, I think all of that comes to fruition this Waddle year. Too, didn't, wasn't they, weren't Waddle they both was, on pace for 2,000? Yes, they were it, both this, on pace here, for 2,000 yards. This is the reality part of it. If Tua gets tackled, yeah, it's over. Well, And he doesn't even have to get tackled hard. And it's over. So the so the Dolphins offensive line has to put up the first ever they, sackless they have year. To put up sackless a eighteen year. week <laughs> the fabled sackless year of sacks, a sackless year for them to do what you want them to do. Yes, a sackless, sackless year, sackless. And, and don't forget, you want to talk about it. The best third, okay, actually the best third and fourth receivers in the NFL. Miami's got them. Well, I will say this. They have to go to New England toward the end of this year. And if there's anybody by week 18. that can fucking throw a monkey wrench into your shit, it's, it's Bill Belichick. <laughs> Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, you know Braxton Berrios plays for the Dolphins now, right? Braxton Berrios is their number three receiver. And you know who their number four receiver is? No. Chosen Anderson. Oh, God. 
Chosen Anderson. Chosen Anderson. He's, right. He's the chosen one. That's he's, his name. He's not the fucking chosen one. You know what they need to do with him? Put him on defense. Not choose him. De- hold on. Actually, Chosen Anderson changed his name again legally. Okay. Instead of being Chosen Anderson, he has now legally changed his name to Robbie Chosen. So the back of his jersey will say Chosen. His legal name now. Is he number one? Does he wear number one? Uh, they got him his number zero. They must have not given him a number yet. Because it would be chosen one. Unless he point. picked number zero, because he's down as number zero. Which, oh, my God. That's even better. Because <laughs> so, so. that's exactly what he is. It went from Robbie Anderson zero. to chosen Anderson. Whatever. Who, by the way, is a good player, Whatever. though. You know what he's... he needs to do? He needs to just give Waddle and fucking Tariq Hill their water. That's what he needs to do. He's chosen to carry the water bottle. Actually, right now he is above Braxton Berrios on the depth chart. Uh-oh. I I can't believe that. <laughs> I can't fucking believe that. Uncle Sam's I, I don't flying know down Braxton there one Berrios. way tonight to fucking uh, rein out Mike McDaniel's. We seen them up close. Remember we saw first. him in training camp yes, a couple years that, ago. The we year were, he got yes, drafted. That's what we're talking about. We yeah. were he there. Me, he was the best player on the field. He looked Here. good. He looked good that day. Can I? Can good. I also tell point me he out? wasn't tearing it up? Listen, this this is why I don't like him. Is because he broke up with his Colpo sister. Yes. yes. For what? Alex Earl. Yeah. What? Awful. Yeah. He's just he he, he messed up with the, in the women department. Kind of Who's a scumbag? scumbag? Braxton Barrios. What do you mean he's a scumbag? We'll talk off the air. He's he's a little bit of a slut though. Yeah. Listen, if I was as good as him, I'd be one too. <laughs> Fuck. The guy's amazing. Uh, something kind of went by here and came and went, and we never talked about it. And I'm looking at the Dolphins' depth chart right now, and it's actually extremely interesting to me. Hypothetically, let's say Tua does go down. They signed Mike White. Oh, God. Do you think Mike White can bring a little magic to South Beach? Mike White throwing the chosen one again? Robbie chosen again? Fucking receiver. Huh? He couldn't do it as Garrett Wilson with his best receiver. Okay. I mean, let's. I know know you just love to absolutely milk Garrett Wilson's cow, but Garrett Wilson is not Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. So, and don't you always say that because, God, you're such a hypocrite. (laughs) You're gangrene till I die, and then you talk shit. But what do you mean? Mike I'm White, gangrene. Mike White, in times when he needs to step in for a game or two, has come oh, he's in. He's going to have to step in for more than a game or two. We already <laughs> has know this. Stepped in and been extremely Hello? productive, which is why I think let's, they let's, brought let's, him let's, in there. Let's let's talk real right now. Let's talk about this division. Period. Who do you got winning the division? Miami. Miami? We all got Miami. You got Miami. I got Miami. What do you, you got, who do you got, Bruce? Winning Miami. that division, Miami? Miami. You just said Miami because you're no, high and I you're not paying attention anyway. As well, so. I have Gangrene winning the division. Oh Jesus! Yes, Christ. I called it. Aaron Rodgers will win the fucking AFC East, and they will battle Miami for that win at the end of the year. Is that where Miami goes? Week eighteen, they go to the Jets. I no. believe they go to the Jets. No, they got to play. Play, the- play. They play. New England, Jets, Jets play and the Bills, Bills, Jets and Bills, 18. and then Dolphins. Miami Patriots. plays the the Patriot. Or no, excuse me. Week eighteen, Miami, Buffalo. Week eighteen, Jets. Um, tell me they're in Foxborough. The Jets. Hold on, let's look. The goddamn Jets. Week eighteen, they play New England in New England. There you go. 
Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you well, just, you're well, fucking out of both sides of your folks. Fox, Rogers, Foxborough Aaron ain't Rogers. Soldier Field. I just want you to know that. Foxborough, January 7th. going to pull one out week 18 against New England, against Bill Belichick. That's Will fine. that happen? He couldn't do it against the Lions at home this what? year. If you want to backtrack do it against the now, Lions on the road the year before. If yeah, you want to. You know what? He had nothing. He had nowhere near the fine. talent he has now. That's fine. You agree with that? Yeah, oh, I agree. I do Receiver-wise, he had nowhere near the talent. I agree. And running back-wise, I think Brees Hall, like I said, will be basically lead this league in rushing if he's healthy. So you have the Jets winning the division? Yes. Okay. And you have it Jets, Dolphins, Bills, to be correct. Correct. I, I got a feeling do you have Miami thinks making that the multiple playoffs. teams in the AFC West are going to make the playoffs. I don't agree with that. I, I think I think the Chargers are going to take a few steps. Okay, back. we're going to talk about we the West. We already know Hold that on. that fucking Denver's not going to be there. We know that. Can, we'll talk about the West in a second. Do okay. you have Miami making the playoffs? Yes. Do Wild you have card. Buffalo making the playoffs? No. Okay. I do not. So you have the Jets and you have the Dolphins. The Buffalo is, I believe, reached their end. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> They're done. They're about to meet their demise. I, I think they've reached, they've the, reached end. the end. And when they make it to the playoffs next year, you show me that they're, you know, going to the fucking AFC championship game. You talk all the shit you want to me. Okay. All right. You make sure you clip that so we can <laughs> save it for when okay. the Bills. We, we've put up, we're not even done. We, we're at five of eight divisions, and we have enough of a body of work here that someone's going to be really right. About and something, somebody's gonna and someone's like going to be really idiot. wrong. Like we're we're good, we're in good right. shape right now. If you want to look back right. at this, and that's what this is. This is a time capsule. What, what's occurring right, right now? So exactly, it's good. Um, AFC South. <laughs> this one was easy for me, as well. Jacksonville runs away with the division, point blank. Period. They're the only one that's going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win it. Indianapolis surprises you and wins a couple games that they should not. Okay. As long as Jim Ursay is at least 0.08. three quarters of a bottle away from finishing it. 0.12. They're going to be in contention for the division. Oh, get the fuck out of I here. I truly believe that. You also uh, thought Anthony Matt Richardson, Ryan was an MVP candidate last year to start show the everybody. year. He's the truth. Chosen Richardson Chosen is going to show everybody <laughs> that he's the fucking best quarterback in the league. I got two quarterback-related predictions, just, just piggybacking out that. So I think Anthony Richardson starts day one, and going back to the uh, going back to the uh, B. John Robinson prediction that you had, I think Anthony Richardson's going to be the rookie of the year in the NFL. Woo! I think he's going to be the NFL offensive rookie of the year. I think he's excellent. I think he's going to start day one. I think he's walking into a good situation, and they wanted him to go to a situation where he could sit because he's the rawest and he needs the most polishing. I think he's going to get thrown to the dogs in an easy division, and he's going to hold his own just fine. So that's my first prediction in that division. Is I, I do think the Colts. They're not. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I think they're going to win some games. I think they're going to finish second to yep. the Jaguars. Right. And I think Anthony Richardson is going to be Rookie of the Year. So basically, you're saying that Tennessee is going to take a few steps back. I have. Yeah. I have Tennessee. I, I believe. I know where their quarterback is. I have Tennessee finishing with a bottom three record in the NFL. Mm-hmm. At the bottom of their division. Three, a four or five win team at the absolute ceiling. Yeah. Does Will Levis take control of this thing? No, because I, I think they're going to play that close. I, I think I they. Close. I do too. I think what they're going to do is they're going to. The season's going to be way too far gone mm-hmm. by the time Willis gets in. 
I think they're going to let Ryan Tannehill die on the field. Mm-hmm. Actually die on the field. It'll be and then they'll put Will Week Levis. 17, week yes. 18. It's going to be similar to Lamar Jackson's first year, similar to Mahomes' first year. Okay. And someone else. Jalen Hurts got in at the end of the year that he first played. I think you're right. going to see Will Levis at the end of the year. They're going to let they're going to let everything. They're going to play that close because they're smart and it's a long play. And another small, bold prediction. This isn't on my list, but I just want to mention. I think this is the year that we see Derrick Henry take a little regression. I agree with that, And it's going to go slowly. Well, I think he did last year. He did last year, but it's going to yeah. continue. My second bold prediction, though, for that division. It's not, it's, this isn't bold. This is, this is one that I'm actually kind of confident in. Uh, I'm with you on Jacksonville. I think this is one of the most consensus divisions. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence is in my MVP race. He's in my top three. So I, I went back and forth on that one, and I, I – there's too many guys that I liked for MVP. That's fair. So that that was and I he I That's have him fair. just outside. There's um, a historically there's a, a always a small list of people and it's not just quarterbacks but it's been more prominent in quarterbacks that make a jump from year two to year three. I and I think Trevor Lawrence is going to take a massive jump, and they're going to win a lot of games. I think they're going to win at some least games last year. Or, games. Or I was like, wow. Yeah. He he was that good. When they lit Dallas up, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, he was money. He's damn good. I he think they got money. better offensively. Uh I love ETN. Uh they drafted a running back too, I'm fairly certain, to pair with ETN. I can't remember who it is, but they drafted someone. Yeah. Um I love their receivers. I love Evan Ingram. Um I think they're going to make some noise. Remember, everyone made fun of them for the money that they threw at uh at Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk and he was a monster. Absolute yeah. monster. So I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be right there. And I have hey, one more MVP candidate to go. Say what you want to say. Look what happened to the Cardinals when they lost this guy. They took a huge step back, even with DeAndre oh, Hopkins. They drafted Tank Bigsby. They, Tank Bigsby. they, they took a huge step who's back. Who's good. Who's who's a little bit different than each. And they're getting Calvin Ridley. And they're getting Calvin Ridley. Completely so forgot about him. Completely all, forgot about that one. Yeah. It's going to be very potent. Oh, it's going to be fucking gross. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be gross. Um, God, maybe he should. Maybe he is an MVP finalist. He very well could be. And I, well, I wouldn't just, be surprised by it. I might have overlooked that. He's um, going to have a Jalen Hurts level ascension. It, I don't know if they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know anything like that. I just know that he's going to ascend this year at the rate that Jalen Hurts ascended. As long as they can their ascended. division, they have an opportunity to really make some noise in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They, I think they Because you've seen what they did to the Chargers last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Nobody said anything about Houston, so I feel like we should just say Houston just... Well, just Houston, say the word Houston. Houston. Yeah, Houston. Houston, listen to me. I don't think they're going to be a, one of the bottom bottom feeders of the league. No. I still think that they'll be better than... I would think they'll be better than Tennessee, and that's about I it. I think they'll be better than Tennessee. I think they'll be better than Cleveland. And I, I, think they'll be I don't know about what? that. You were high in Cleveland I, I last week. I think they'll week, be better you? than the uh, yeah, than the Cardinals. Listen, I, I don't expect the Cardinals to do much this year. Mm-mm. I don't know what's going on in inside the the egg, what? but he'll be high on a team one week and then next week come back and just thrash them. So I won't mean? I won't vibe check. Last week you said Cleveland was going to compete for the division. Now you're saying they're at the bottom. I didn't say that. Yes, you. You were excited about Cle- – I, I don't know if you said they were going to compete for the division. I'm, I'm going to have to go back and listen to it, but you were for sure – divisional games. You were excited. Oh, Jesus. fucking very tough. Anyways, Houston. H- Houston, real quick. Um, they're, I, I don't they're know if you're going to see Stroud. Away. Yeah, it's it's a long play. I think they they traded some picks to go up to get uh, 
to get Will Anderson. Um, I think it's a long play with Houston. I think they know it's a long play. It's a first-year head coach, first-year quarterback. I don't I know if we're going to see Stroud. I think Stroud is good. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be really good as a pro. I do, too. I, do. I think he's going to be the best of these, uh, the only serviceable of these Ohio State quarterbacks, especially if uh, I agree. if uh, if he doesn't pan out in Chicago, if, uh, if Fields. Justin Fields doesn't pan out in Chicago. I think that you're going to see a little bit from Stroud. It's not going to be this year, though. He's going to struggle this year. All right, moving on. Uh, he has a good running back. They have a decent defense. Mm-hmm. And defensive coach, too. AFC West. Um, I'll I'll just do this real quick. I Kansas City wins the division. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think there's any argument there. Uh, I think the Chargers are gonna finish in fucking third place, and I don't know why. I can't explain it, but I just don't think they're gonna be as good. This they year. also, if you pull back the strength of schedule, they're they're up there for strength of schedule. They have a tough schedule. They have they're the I believe 12, they I were think. in. I think they were in the top ten for toughest schedule. Yeah, for some fucked up reason. I can't allow myself to invest in this team. I had this team third last year in my power rankings. Third. And I can't invest in it. Well, I think the road to the basically the AFC championship goes through Kansas City. Yes. I can't. My bold prediction is about to come true right now. What? I think the Denver Broncos make the playoffs this year. I think the Las Vegas Raiders make the playoffs this year. I don't think the Raiders do. I do. If this is how I I love I, I love Josh Jacobs. And and I love I I like the Raiders. Period. Just hear me out the for a second. Problem is this: I don't trust Josh McDaniels. Okay, hear me out for a second here. All okay. right, go ahead. If you take both those teams on paper, right? I don't think it's even close. I don't think it's even. Well, I think close. Denver's defense is better than the Raiders. I don't think that's even close to be. Okay, true. I do. Who is a true to heart? Vaughn Miller-like difference maker on Denver's defense. Denver has a, a series of young players. I don't care. That, that are very good. Max Crosby can tear open a game with the absolute I like Max Crosby. Tear open my asshole, too. Great, great playmaker. Okay? Josh Jacobs, everybody forgets what he did last year. All right? I did. They still have Devontae Adams. Okay? Yeah. They're uh, piece for piece. The, I think the Raiders could be a playoff team this year. Piece for piece. And, they and should be a playoff team this year. But something tells me. Denver is still a couple. I think Denver's still a year on away. that team, and the coach couldn't pull it together for them to go on. Yeah, but he's got his guy now. He's got his guy. He's got know. Garoppolo. I, I, you know this what? is what he's I, always I, I wanted. Like the fact that everybody pointed the finger at fucking Derek Carr. I I agree with I you. I don't, don't think like Derek Carr's fact. the problem. The fact I, is, the coach lost fucking control of his team. You think Josh McDaniels is such a scumbag? And guess I didn't what? Call him a scumbag. You put I him in I the scumbag category him. last year. I don't trust him. Well, either way, he got his no, guy Matt now. Rule is a scumbag. He got bad rule is a scumbag. They got You want to know what else? He's in Nebraska now. Hey, Go yeah. Hold on. You know what he's doing there, don't you? Better watch what his guys are doing. They're running trains on people. Do you know who's wide receiver two for the Raiders now? Not Hunter no, Renfro. Not Renfro. It was somebody that you were extremely high on last year in fantasy. Who was it? Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Oh, here comes the smirk. Here comes the smirk. <laughs> well, here goes. comes the smirk. 
<laughs> and hold on, they they must, they overhauled their entire DeAndre Carter, Keelan Cole, Philip Dorsett. Jesus, it's like the fucking Patriots 2013. West. Yeah, it's the Patriots, Patriots West. West Coast edition. Okay. All right, listen. I'm going to put both you in fucking check right now. Okay. Barring some sort of Russell Wilson epiphany, which I don't think is going to happen. Denver finishes in last. Just in general, I think both of those teams are dookie. Uh, Josh McDaniels might have his guy, but it doesn't matter if his guy is a turd. And I think Jimmy G is a, it. You think I he's think really turd? I do, I do. I don't. Jimmy I don't think G he's that great. A model, not a I think. I think you got your Patriots blinders on with Jimmy G. And and it goes back to your theory of whoever you plug in in San Francisco is going to get the job done. He kind of was the worst of the two quarterbacks that played for San Francisco last year. Um, I actually thought they were they were they were not bad with Jimmy G. They weren't bad, but they didn't really win. They didn't re- I, I don't like think I said, he's that pretty, good. I don't think he's that good, and I think that's a poorly run organization. Um, I just don't. So you don't I like think, what John Lynch does there, no, as far as personnel. No, I'm I'm talking about Oakland okay. first. Oakland first, or I mean, excuse oh. me, Vegas first. Okay. Uh, no, I I think Mark Davis sucks. I think he's horrible. Um, Dad is rolling over in his fucking grave. So right pissed. Now. Did yeah. you guys know he used to fly? He used to fly from Oakland, I think, to San Diego. He used to fly from Oakland to San Diego like once or twice a month, go eat at a P.F. Chang's, order the same thing, and he used to fly across, like, across California to get that really shitty haircut that he has. There's like a literal article about it. I'll have to send it to you. But but I think it's <laughs> a very poorly run organization. And he hangs out with Tom Brady, so that makes him even more weird. I think recreating of the Patriots wheel has failed everywhere. 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 And it's going to fail for a second time with Josh McDaniels. It fails everywhere. There's zero instances where it works. Sands, if you want to give me Mike Vrabel, I like him. I don't think he's the Patriots wheel. I think he's just a winner. Um, other than that, I don't I don't love anything about Vegas. And on top of that, Listen, it leads me to a Tim bold prediction. And couldn't do it with Tebow. Well, I didn't like Tim Tebow, so that's a story for another time. Um, I got a bold prediction, a really good one, because the wheels are already in motion on this one. Devontae Adams will start the he started the process of walking. I think he could be traded by midseason at a minimum one year from by now. By the trade deadline. By, a, by by one year from now, he's not gonna be a Las Vegas Raider. But at a minimum, it's gonna it started now and he could be gone easily by the deadline. Okay. So that's one of my I bold agree. predictions out I west. I agree with you. Uh the Jimmy G and the Russ experiments fail. The Russ experiment could work. I love Sean Payton. Um, I think that they're going to make a play for a quarterback during Sean Payton's tenver- tenure, and it's not going to be it's not going to be Russ. Um, and they're going to just be stuck in the mud. Both of them are going to be stuck in the mud. I don't see, I don't think Denver got better this offseason. I don't see it. I don't think they have different ma- difference makers on defense. Um, they also have tough schedules, oh, and that leads me to the to a, a third prediction. And I know I've had a lot to say about the West. I just think it's such a dookie division. Um, the Chiefs are the only team that gets in. Brandon Staley gets fired by midseason. I don't know if they finish second or third. The Chargers, I just think that they're a liability. I don't think they're ready. Um, and I think that uh, that's probably – it's funny. Everyone was so high on that division a year ago. I think there's three really, like, potential but can't pull it together teams. And it starts with the Raiders and Broncos and it ends with the Chargers. Wow. I, I- – Last year, if we would have told us this last year, we would have laughed at ourselves because we thought there was absolutely 
We we it was a guarantee that three teams are going to make the playoffs from that division. That's what we, we thought. Couldn't pick which I, one I mean, it was all of us be. thought that. I mean, there was no denying that. And who knows? There's injuries. Maybe Mahomes gets injured. He's always injured every year. He's had some sort of issue towards oh, the end of the year. Oh, a fucking actress. You know, Chad Chad Henney retired. Chad Henney's gone now, so I don't know who his backup is. And who knows? Maybe there's an injury. Maybe Listen, Russ. It's it's totally obvious that you can plug anybody into that team, and it should work. And and the shit works. So my only my only thing with that division is if Russ turns it around because Denver has the makings I offensively. I think a, a, a full training camp and him not being such a fucking weirdo will change <laughs> everything yeah. there. And I That's think right. Sean Payton's strong enough That's to take control of the situation where Nathaniel Hackett was needs to stay as a fucking offensive coordinator and never be in charge of a team ever again. Amen. You agree with that? Uh, it's sort of like it's sort of like Matt Patricia never being in charge of a fucking team again. Matt Patricia should never be in yeah. charge of anything. I, I don't even know why he's in the fucking hey, building in Philadelphia. Well, we're not allowed to say I that. I still name. think they need to fucking investigate that. Here's the, there's there's one there's one thing I I didn't want to vibe check you because I promised 15 minutes ago I wasn't going to do this. You know where Nathaniel Hackett is now, right? He's at the Jets. He's, he's, he's offensive the, coordinator. He's the coordinator for Gang Green. He's supposed to be. Okay, so you just don't want him as a head coach. As a head coach, he's fucking god Fair. awful. All right. God awful. It. I won't touch it. Okay. Thunderously god awful. Also, backup quarterback for the Chiefs now, Blaine Gabbert. There you go. I think there that's you go. You can't go wrong Chad with Blaine Hattie. Gabbert. Can't go wrong with Blaine Gabbert. Who called him one of the best quarterbacks of all time? What's his name? The godfather of the draft? Mel Kiper Jr. He said Fuck Blaine it. Gabbert was dog the best shit. Yes. Hey, who was that guy who was a quarterback for the Buccaneers way back? One with the long neck and the red hair. Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. That's, I'm fucking confused. The giraffe. Uh, <clears throat> AFC North. My opinion this is the most competitive division. Out of the AFC? Out yeah. of the AFC. Well, next to the East, yes. Well, honest to God, I think these teams are going to beat each other up really bad. It wouldn't surprise me if they, they go in with a fucking even record. And? And? Or a, or a lo losing record. I think it's going to come down to like some tiebreaker, backyard, fucking coin flip. bullshit, coin flip shit between Cincinnati and Baltimore. I think both these teams are going to be neck and neck up each other's ass I, the I whole just year. I just out that Vontez Perfect ain't, ain't involved in this anymore. Oh, it'd be nice to have He was him. one of my favorite players. Really nice Vontez Perfect. Uh, also, I think Pittsburgh is a if, – if what happens – if what Zolo said happens in the AFC West happens, I think Pittsburgh could be competing for a playoff spot against – Whoever's finishing third in the AFC East. And possible think, wild card spots. Yeah. I think they're going to be extremely improved. I think you're also going to see uh, a one Najee Harris remember how to run the football again. I think their offense is going to click better. I think they're going to be that typical Pittsburgh unit that we expect where you think the Steelers are pretty much going to win nine or 10 games every year. I think they're going to do that. And I think they're going to. They're going to make a name for themselves in that division. I think Cleveland finishes at the bottom. I think ultimately Cincinnati wins that division. 
I think your two finalists for MVP, the top two are Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. I think Burrow wins it. And I think both those teams make the playoffs. You first, Uncle Sam. No, after you. Um, after you. I'm, I'm not far off on that. Um, I think it's going to be a one-game difference, but I think that the Baltimore Ravens are going to win the division. We've seen what they've been able to do in the Harbaugh era with a lot of nothing, and they're always there. They're always there. And not only do they get Lamar back, but he's got his best weapon set that he's ever Ever. had. He has the best weapon set he's ever had. He has Zay Flowers. He has Odell. He has Duvernay. Okay? He's ready to go. He's got Mark Andrews. He still has good running backs. Um, I think, therefore, he is my third and final MVP candidate. I think he probably wins it. Um, I don't have Joe Burrow. I have him on the outside looking in just because he's been such a monster the last couple of years. Um, I just can think he, his numbers are going to be keep up the pace that he's doing Yeah, that's right why now. I don't have Joe Burrow. And, and it's not a knock on Joe Burrow. I, no. I, I think he is probably the best quarterback. It goes back to that thing last week. Mahomes in his current situation is the best, but Joe Burrow is a guy you could build a team around, and Cincinnati did that. Um, so Cincinnati too, and then I, I hate to suck you off, but um, I have the Steelers as the seventh team to get in. Mike Tomlin has never finished worse than eight and eight, including winning in Week 18 last year to go nine and eight. Um, so he's never had a losing record, meaning that's their bar right there. Nine wins is automatically their bar because he's never had a losing record. Um, I think they're the seventh and final team to get in. I also think they're much improved, and they're just tough. Like it's another goes back to a well-run organization. They never have issues. It's the same reason why I'm high on the Packers. They never have issues unless there's crazy injuries. I think if everyone takes a leap, um, Steelers should be good to go. And I think th- similar to the AFC or the NFC East, where I have three teams getting in, I think the AFC North has three teams getting in, and it's going to go Baltimore, it's going to go Cincinnati, and it's going to go Pittsburgh. So everybody feels that Cleveland is going to finish at the bottom. I think Cleveland yeah. is going to finish the at the bottom and probably with a I, I think they're going to go through a transition period, the Cleveland Browns will. Um, they have all this money invested in Rub and Tug Watson. And um, RTW, will call They're going to start RTW. to lose some players. I, I, I think Nick Chubb will be gone out of there soon. Quarter, quarter Chubb. Yeah. Okay. I got. I. You want to hear just real quick? This Deshaun Watson thing is never going to pay off. It's never no, going to pay for itself. No, it's it's not never going to work they out. Up to got him. You could get him. Ne- no. They're not. I don't even think this makes Cleveland a playoff team. No, it doesn't. After, I, like, I don't. For the foreseeable I, even future, with because they're going to be just good enough Smith on the defense. That's great. They have somebody opposite of Miles Garrett. I still don't think it's enough. They're just they're going to be just good enough every year to fuck themselves out of anything decent in the draft. Good draft pick, but also the playoffs. And, but seven but wins, never good year, enough to make. Wins. Yes, right. I actually do think Cleveland's a little bit closer than you guys do. They just need help that he doesn't have right now, and he's a long play. I mean, they what was it two hundred million dollars guaranteed? They need yeah. help on the offensive line. It's something they yeah. never address yeah. year after year after year. And they had a good draft, I'll say yeah. that, but it's it's not going to come together overnight. And I love the Pittsburgh Steelers draft. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh, believe it or not, is going to knock out one of these two teams. They're going to knock out either Cincinnati or they're going to knock out fucking Baltimore. 
That's what I feel right now. I hate to I hate to do this because this isn't a hockey podcast, but the way I explain the Red Wings to people is they're getting a little bit better, but in order to compete in their current division, they have to go so far. And if you look at the teams that are in front of the Browns, I mean, Lamar Jackson just signed a five-year deal. He's here to stay. Um, then you got Joe Burrow, who's, who's arguably to. the best quarterback in football, here to stay, is about to sign his extension. So you got to deal with those guys for the next four or five years at least. And then on top of that, you go down to Pittsburgh, who's perennial 30 years has, has been right there. They're rarely bad. And the coach that they currently have is, in my opinion, the best coach in pro football is Mike Tomlin. We just got a huge piece of breaking news out of Pittsburgh also, by the way. Um, they've extended – Mitch Trubisky for the next two years. Oh, God. <laughs> I agree with everything partners. you just said. That's going to be Cleveland's biggest issue is they're going to play in division, and every single year they're going to get smacked by – they just don't have the ammo that it takes to compete with Philadelphia – or, I mean, I'm sorry, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and then – I mean, me and Zolo said the word perennial literally at the exact same time because that's the only way to describe Pittsburgh. So – I just don't see them climbing out of it under this current regime. I just don't. So I, I still think Burrow's the best quarterback in that division. Yeah. Above Lamar Jackson. That's for fair. For one reason and one reason only. That's fair. Burrow's been so hot the last two years. I I just the the guy has been fucking money as far as I'm concerned. He's been money. I mean, every you can't blame him. For that team not going further, they have to they have to continue to build around him. All right, so to round this all up, we're going to talk about going further. So I have Burrow as my MVP, Lamar Jackson, and you have you said Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. So we all have we all have different opinions on that one. Hey Bruce, what's your opinion? Jerry Goff. Amon Ross, St. Brown. Oh, hurts. Hurts. I hear you. Hey, you want time? You, you fucking listen. That's to how me. you know you're fucked, though. What do you mean? Bruce agrees with listen you. Listen to me. You know There's nobody more lucky than that guy is. Who? Bruce. Oh, okay. Lucky at life. So unlucky we, at love. We broke down each yeah. division. Getting personal. We said who was going to win each division. I want to jump right to the NFC and the AFC championship game. I want who you think will be there, why they'll be there, and who comes out on top to go to the Super Bowl. You first, Uncle Sam. <clears throat> Say that one more time. <laughs> AFC Championship, <sighs> NFC Championship. Who's okay. there? Break it down. Who wins? My NFC Championship game might be a little bit of a surprise to you. Okay. I had the Detroit Lions playing the Philadelphia Eagles for the NFC Championship. Wow. And the Philadelphia Eagles winning it and going to the Super Bowl. You want to know what's cute? What? I have the Detroit Lions and the Philadelphia Eagles playing in Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game, and I have the Philadelphia Eagles winning and going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, I have a repeat of last, and I'm, it's crazy because I think I'm the biggest Lions fan here. But I think you are too. Um, I have the Eagles over the 49ers in a repeat, and I have the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. Um, they just they just did it. They did everything right this off season, and the window closes after this. Um, yes, I, I don't. I, I agree with it's that. it's done after this year if the Eagles don't win it. 
Um, because they have to start to pay some huge money. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. So, but I, I do think they get it done. Um, my other rounding out the NFC, the one C would be the Eagles. So they get the buy. 49ers is the two. The Lions is the three. Panthers is the four. Those are your division winners. Then Giants, Cowboys, Saints in that order. And I think the Lions would get a home playoff game versus the Cowboys and fuck the Cowboys. Amen. AFC championship game. Go. Well, I thought about this long and hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Okay. Playing the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm shocked we're all so high on the Dolphins. And the Kansas too. City Chiefs beating the Miami Dolphins and going to the Super Bowl. So you got a repeat Super Bowl of last year, huh? I have a repeat Super Bowl of last year. And the Philadelphia Eagles winning everything. I have the Miami Dolphins. Heading to Southern Ohio to play the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. Who are coming off of a big win in Kansas City, beating the Miami Dolphins to go to the Super Bowl, and it being a Cincinnati Philadelphia Super Bowl that unfortunately Philadelphia loses, the door closes, and Joe Burrow gets his ring. Um, I have the Ravens. Over the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game. And I have the Eagles beating the Ravens. Could, in the if that game. happened, could you even fucking imagine? Oh. Be a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Shout out Carl G. Um, yeah, I think uh, Eagles-Ravens. Uh, I don't know, man. Lions-Jags. Love Lions that. Jags Super Bowl. I love that so much. I love Super that Bowl? too. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Who's coming out on top? Probably the Lions, Bruce. I'll pick for you. Yeah, yeah, pick for me. I, I, say I think he's gonna be the Lions. By the way, if if the Lions do make that NFC championship game, they're fucking they're winning that shit. There's there's so? there's too much You'll karma. They'll have to kill Dan Campbell. Yeah. To beat him. If, if, They'll have if to they kill him on far, the field. He won't leave. I have he a hard time. Leave. I have a hard time. San Francisco is one of the toughest places to play, and I've been to a few yeah. road games, and that was the crazy one of the craziest road environments I've ever been in. Like the fans were picking on me, and it was just a tough place to play. The Lions have always struggled going from west, uh, east to west coast, um, so I think if they go to San Francisco, they would lose that. Um, but if they don't, like if they end up somewhere out east, I think the Lions can take down the Eagles. I, I'm sorry. You know, they they they're were some linebackers set away. Up so good for them because those last few games, they don't have to play outside. They, hey. They're playing indoors. Mm-hmm. Can I? This is this is the year for them. They they either fucking do it this year or the window might be closing on them. It closes with golf. The golf yeah. the golf thing makes it interesting, but that's where Henning could Hunter we comes could in. we have a hypothetical here? Okay. Out of all the teams we talked about, right, between Philadelphia, any of the NFC East teams, and the 49ers, the Lions probably, as you said last week, have the most friendly schedule. So is there a world where the Lions win 13 games and get the one seed, and then the NFC Championship could be... At Ford Field, I don't think I don't think thirteen gets you the one seed. You don't. I think oh, in I that sin, that crazy scenario I presented, where they actually are the world they beat team, Kansas City and go fifteen and, and two. they go fifteen and two. I think fifteen. You're talking about one seed at a minimum. You're talking about the two seed, which gets you two playoff games. 
Um, but I, the, I guess, I guess a counter scenario is in the event I'm wrong on the Rams and I'm wrong on the Seahawks and, and I'm wrong on the 49ers quarterback and that division cannibalizes each other. The NFC East is good. They still couldn't beat the fucking Eagles last year. So in the, in the event that they cannibalize each other, like who knows, maybe there's a scenario where those two teams, the Niners and Eagles don't win as many games. And 13 gets if, to the if, one. Yeah. If the Detroit Lions could bring this together, they, they got a lot of pieces that are new this year. And that scares me. But if they can bring that together faster than they did last year, and they don't start out oh and fucking six, they can play with anybody. They can play with anybody in the in the NFC. Period. I agree. Yeah. And and the body of work is there. Like they had the, the body Eagles. of work is there. You seen what they did against a very good Philadelphia team week one. With 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 a shitty defense, you yes. know, and now their defense is more athletic. Of course, I read the same thing on Jack Campbell, but then I read that once he made the adjustments, and there he's one of only three on ball linebackers that was in rookie camp last week. Once they made the adjustments, they were kind of good to go. Yeah. Um. So I think that they have the pieces at a minimum to compete with all of these teams in the NFC. They have the pieces. I, I'm looking at a tweet right here that's uh, a video of Tampa Bay breaking down who they're going to pick at 19, and they were going back and forth between Kalijah Cansey and Jack Campbell. Correct. So if the Lions wouldn't have got him where they did. He would have been gone. They would have taken. Gone. They would have taken Jack Campbell. I already said that. I didn't have them a problem with the Detroit Lions taking him at 18, because I didn't think he would be there at 45, where they were picking next. When they when they made that trade, and then they're picking in the 30s, at 34, that's how come some people were like, well, you know, Gib, Gib went too high. Did he go too high? How do you know? No. I, it's, I don't think he did. It seems like there were teams... First things first, it doesn't matter because if the Lions are high on these guys and have right. a plan for these guys and they're going to be on the field, who fucking gives a shit if you reach right. or not? Number one. Number two, doesn't seem like they reached. It seems like Campbell would not have been there past, you know, in the 20s. seems like he would have been gone after, after that. 40, 40, for sure wouldn't have been there in the 40s, no. uh, despite what the mock drafts may have said. Yeah. Um, but it seems like Campbell would have been gone, and we have the proof now. They were going to pick. I don't know if it necessarily means. I know that it, they said if the Lions take Kansi or Kalija Kansi or Campbell, we're going to take the other guy. But who knows? Maybe if the Lions didn't take either of those guys, they would have taken Kalija Kansi no matter what. It definitely seems like Campbell would have been gone. I don't want to talk too much about the draft. Definitely seems like Jameer Gibbs wasn't that, making it past 15 or 16. You know what irritates me is you hear all these other people spouting off about the Detroit Lions were so happy with the guys they had picked. Well, yeah. Yeah, you better be happy with what mm-hmm. you picked. Because in, in the long run, these are the guys that are either going to save your job or fucking make you lose your job. And, and and guess what? They got solid players for the picks that they got. That they have and a they plan got for. Pick. Solid players that they have a plan for. The second best tight end in the draft. So I don't have a fucking issue with that. Real quick, before we end. If the Lions win a home playoff game this year, it will be the biggest moment in Detroit sports since when? 1992? I have two moments that, and I've, I've seen some shit downtown. Oh, four? I've seen some shit. No. The um, that, that was great, though. 
But no, um, there there were two moments where I saw downtown lose their shit. And and by the way, I don't even think they have to win the playoff game. <laughs> if they host a playoff game at Ford Field, the city's going to lose their shit in a way that we haven't seen before. Absolutely. There's, there's two. Number one, Michigan fan reluctant to admit it. When Michigan State played in the Final Four, not the championship game, which they made at Ford Field, but when Michigan State played in the Final Four, in 2009 at Ford Field, that was a crazy Saturday. And the city had lawless vibes, and it was excellent. And then the second one was the 06 World Series. Um, they had that first World Series here since 1984, and, and the city kind of lost their shit then, too. You, I saw people was in that, places that I hadn't seen before, and you couldn't park. You couldn't get around. Was that the Maglio to the pennant year? That was the Maglio okay. the pennant. That was game one was Kenny Rogers' pine tar. I'm sorry. Yeah, game one was Kenny Rogers Pine Tar. Game two was Verlander. I think Verlander got the win. Oh, no, I have it flip-flop, but no, either way. No, Rogers is the only one who got the win. Rogers is the only one who got the win, and it was game right. two, and I think Verlander lost game one. They were going to bring him back yeah. in game four, and for some reason they did. Yeah. I, it is what it is. Anyways, that would I, be— uh... I was at the playoff game, the last playoff game that the Detroit Lions won. It was 91, right? Correct. I don't know, it was Dallas? Correct. And then they went on to lose to the Redskins. They handed the big three a 45-point drop. Tell us who the big three are real quick. Here, the big three, Troy Aikman. uh, Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith. Mm -hmm. They came here and got their asses handed to them. And and you know what? I don't know why I'm even talking about that, because then they won three Super Bowls with Jimmy Johnson. And the Lions also got blown out forty to forty six to ten or something like that the next week against the Redskins, but against the Redskins at RFK. So I was at the last Lions game that that they actually won a playoff game. How was it? Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. It was it was the loudest I've ever. The best adjective you could come up with. The loudest I've ever heard the Silverdome, and and let me tell you something. I've been in Ford Field. And I've seen how loud it gets in Ford Field. It doesn't compare. It doesn't compare to eighty-seven thousand people in in the Silverdome. It doesn't not compare because everybody was stamping on that upper level, and it was fucking moving the entire building. Amen. Amen. And I did, and I was at the World Series in '84. By the way, nothing was more off the chain than that. They were burning everything, flipping everything. It was it was straight up. Lawless. I don't even know what to say. Anarchy. I got to be careful. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, flipping any- over police cars. Anything else? Fire in the middle of the street. Anything else to add? Tearing up the turf. They tore the fucking grass up. Everybody fucking <laughs> tore the grass up. They tore all the grass out of fucking Tiger Stadium. <laughs> and they were ripping the seats out. What do you think is going to happen if the Lions fucking go to the playoffs? They're going to destroy Ford Field. I'm grabbing a seat and running. I'm making it on the field for sure. Thank you so much for listening to another another episode of the Tip Balls podcast. Make sure to follow our socials, Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple, check us out on YouTube. Remember to subscribe and ring that bell. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back again next week.